Hello and welcome back to Access All Areas podcast. Um, we are back with our Club 92 series, travelling our way around the Football League grounds. And um, again, I'm joined by my co-host AD and we're taking the trip to East Anglia today um, to speak to Billy, our resident Norwich fan. Nor- uh, how are you, Bill? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You boys? Very good, mate. Thank you for coming on. I know I've been hounding you on Twitter, so uh, yeah. I appreciate the fact you responded to me and uh, <laughs> that we follow each other, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. That's the things. Really appreciate you giving up your time. Obviously, we just spoke a little bit after, uh, before we started recording about um, your shirt collection. And, and you know, th- this is a audio, any podcast that people can't see, but I'm looking at Billy Satin, the most beautiful um, Norwich jersey um, with frames behind them and a dugout seat and all sorts it's that's a proper man cave right there he's got a decent um, setup hasn't he yeah decent setup so we obviously know you're norwich mad how old did that journey begin for you mate how old what was uh, that how, how did that journey begin for you um well my dad obviously supported norwich when you could stand in the terraces and obviously when you didn't start growing up and he then takes you and your granddad goes and you live within the city it's good to support your local team and before you know it your blood runs yellow and green and then there's no turning back then <laughs> through the highs and the lows so what was what was the the earliest game that you went to Bill? can you remember the, the first game that you went to i don't remember the exact team because i was like four or five i was like really young super super young but i remember yeah. like being 10 and we played like preston and i was sat in the upper Barclay. What, what was what was the atmosphere like when you went? What did you think about it? Oh, it's like euphoria because obviously you're amazed as a, as a kid. It blows you away because obviously it's totally different to watching it on TV. And it's just, it is really exciting. Yeah, we, we've had this conversation a, a few times. You know, that first... Re- memory you have of walking into your home ground for me and AIDS being car fans it was Highfield Road uh, obviously South Carrow Road but that going through the turnstiles here and the, the turnstiles okay. click in the, the smell of beer and fags and hot dogs and and then that walk up the steps and it just opens out and you just see this green I, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it now but th- that's one feeling isn't it that you, if you could bottle and sell it you'd be yeah. in there even when you go for the turnstiles, everything that has happened that day or previous to that gets left behind. Like, yeah, into a zone. It is yeah. such an escapism, isn't it? It, it really is. Um, look, we can't have you on our podcast and not talk about football shirts. I, I know it's, it's going to be a bit of a theme today um, with you. Can you remember what the first Norwich shirt you had was? Yeah, it was a 94, 96 away one. The tartan, the tartan one looked a bit Scottish. Like a bit yeah. like Yeah, I know which one you're about. It's a full kit. <laughs> full kit. I think you that's acceptable as a kid. Is yeah. is that one you've still got now and you've got another? I haven't toys. got that exact kit, but I've got it in player spec, obviously now. Oh, well, oh, just just player spec, okay? I'll be, I think, <laughs> I should, it's just player spec. So so for those that don't know, Barry. Talk to us a little bit about your shirts. How many Norwich shirts have you got? What year did they span from? Um, should we say the starting point to up to present? How many have you got? I've got over 650 at the minute. 
and um, they span from 1972 to present day. Obviously, there's a few missing in between, but you can't say, oh, X, Y, Z. So it's 1972 to present day. And I'm always so, on the hunt. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I totally understand that. I'm exactly the same with Cobb shirts, Bourne shirts, MLS shirts, England shirts. I can think of everything that I can go through, to be honest. There's loads of stuff. I've just started J League, which I don't know oh, why I've man. done that, to be honest. Yeah, that started to go crazy. J League training That's shirts. A hole, that is, mate. That's it a is, hole, yeah. Bro. It is a rabbit hole. So we'll go back to Norwich. So, so out, out of all those shirts, have you got one particular favourite shirt or is there going to be so many you can't pick one particular favourite? I've got a lot of favourites, but I do like my Kevin Keelan uh, Admiral goalkeeper shirt. I don't know if you've it was, seen it on Twitter It was up, up, on, up on Twitter last, was it yesterday? 24 hours ago? Something like yeah. that, was it? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, it was solid as well, right? I've seen, but, but... Oh, wow. That's I don't know if you can see the detail in the yeah. So it's got the initials stitched in yeah, above yeah. it, and he's got his, his signed it. So did he did he sign that for you? Was it? Have you bought it uh, signed for somebody that, else? I bought that from someone who who got given the shirt, but even still, I I, I shoe him the shirt. He came to when we played Watford in 2019-20. Um, I went to the Gun Club, and he was in there, and I shoe him the shirt, and. He kind of wanted it back. Yeah, he's just like, wow, you're a very lucky boy. So I was, which is a nice, nice, nice thing to hear. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. How, how, how many of the player, should we say, worn shirts have you got in your collection? And who are those? Who are the biggest players that, that have probably worn those for you? I've got like 475 player shirts. And Neil's eyes, for those that can't see, have just popped out of his head. Fucking hand, four hundred and seventy-five. Yeah, I was expecting like forty-five. You know, you know, oh, you are collecting six hundred. I've got like, I've just got loads. Like, I've got potentially Justin Fashion use away shirt that was worn against Wolves. Oh wow! Wow! What, yeah. what a shirt That's that a is. Smart well. shirt, smart shirt that is yeah. as well. I mean, again, you're going to pull out shirts that me and Neil probably haven't seen so much of because, again, we're not associated with yeah. Norwich. I've got yeah. family down that way, but again, I've, I think I own one Norwich shirt. So that's, that's probably one more than Neil, let's face facts. Like, yeah, um, I, don't, I don't own Norwich shirt, like but I, I'd wear that. Greg Downs is that's beautiful. Well, Greg Downs, now we're talking, we've got Kovlink in already. Well, there we go. That's a, that's a nice shirt though, that is. Look at that. And pick, this is this is the worry though. We go, it's a lovely shirt. Look at that. Nobody can see it. So, Billy, I'm going to leave it to you. Describe that shirt to us, mate. What it, what it looks like. It's, I, I call it a smile pleaser. Like, it doesn't matter what you're feeling. You look at it and it just makes you smile. It just has things on it that will never, ever get old. And it will always make you happy. <laughs> yeah, One of the best I, things about that kit is, is it's got oh, a classic tree foil on it as well. Yeah, it's the pinstripes, the stitch number in the back, the embroidered badge. It's a classic late 80s, early 90s added that jersey, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's early 80, 81. Oh, 81, oh, even earlier. Tree foil gives it away, man, for that. Yeah, just unreal, unreal. But then obviously, after that, it's the same It's the same style, but this is when we got the sponsor. Oh, God, yeah. A nice, yeah, nice yellow one, nice thin pinstripes, long sleeve. Look at that, it's got yeah. three stripes tated down at the sleeves, green cuffs. The is Norwich it? fans lo- would love another Adidas, but I just don't think that I'll ever come back to Norwich, unfortunately, with the mold- model that we roll mm. and the way that Adidas are set up. It just doesn't favour our club. 
Who, 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 who is Norwich Brandon at the moment? Who, who've got Norwich? a Joma, it's a fresh oh, one. Joma, yeah. So I saw the shirts. The shirts this season aren't they aren't that bad. I don't think. I think to they're be all fair, right. they're because of the sponsor with Lotus. That is a big seller and will always make people happy because the betting thing is a big no-no with Norwich fans. Yeah, I just I saw I saw that happen. Was it? It got announced. I don't know which company it was, but it got announced. It and twenty-four DKA. hours later, was it? Was it yeah. literally rescinded? Twenty-four hours later, not even that probably. Yeah. So what what is it with? Was it was it the board decision? Was it pressure from fans? Was it, it was all those a lot of pressure things? From fans, yeah. But obviously that deal was worth five million for the BK and. The Lotus one, I think, was more near a million. But obviously, don't hold me wow. to that. Wow. Well, yeah, of course, I won't. That's, that's a lot of money, though, for the club to be to be losing out on to take that stance yeah. around betting firms. Because I know we sit here as Cod fans and we've got a betting firm on our shirt. And I think we had this conversation uh, with our Fulham fan, I think, last week. Excuse me, didn't we? We did. Uh, we did. Yeah, about we did. betting firms and saying what's going to happen with them. And I think there's there's a piece of legislation that's changing saying that betting firms no longer can be on shirts from next year. So it's it's going to be fun and games for all these shirts that have um, that have got them all over, including Cov. So I, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen next. To be honest, it's, yeah. it's a bit of a strange one. It, it, it's, it's all going to be cryptocurrency, isn't it? That's going to that's going to turn up next, I reckon. Um, yeah. But hey, you, you talk of shirt sponsors, uh, and you know, as someone who's watching Norwich in the Premier League uh, and following not following them from afar, but always seeing them, you're synonymous with the yellow and green. You know, that's Norwich and. If you ever see a yellow and green shirt, you know that's Norwich. But you, you, you touched on Lotus, um, obviously coming back as a sponsor this year. That was a sponsor years ago, um, and, and you, you've gone through it since. Is it? The, do you think the fact that now that Lotus are back on the shirts, it's come full circle a little bit, and it's it, it, it probably become a really good seller purely because of the sponsor? Oh, 100%. The Lotus sponsor. Because obviously last season we were sponsored by um, Daffabet, but our under-23s and the kids were sponsored by Lotus. Okay. So there was all, there was always, even last season, the Lotus tie-up, but it wasn't on the first team strip. So obviously once that then come across, people were obviously very over the moon with it. So yeah. And it goes quite well. Like it doesn't, it's, it fits on the shirt like a, like it doesn't mm. stick out and hurt your eyes, and it's subtle and nice. It could be better, but that's just that's my shirt head. <laughs> You'd have the, the colours tie in probably and make well, sure it looks aesthetically pleasing. I like the I like it when it was years ago, and you should have an when you have an embossed sponsor. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's all just the sublimated stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm with you on that one. Um, we've touched on the fact that the yellow and green is quite synonymous. Um, what is what is it about a Norwich shirt that can be done different? This is one thing that I always find fascinating. Coventry with the sky blues, we always have a sky blue strip. I find it amazing how they can change up each year so it's fresh. What sort of changes have Norwich had over the years that have kind of helped keep that jersey fresh and made you want to keep going out and getting them? Uh, are you asking me as a shirt fan or as a or as a Norwich fan? Because as a shirt fan, I have to buy it even if I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like this shirt, for instance, I uh, missed out on it when it was released in 2016-17 in long sleeve. I got it in short, but mm. not long. And I've only just got it this year. I've been hunting for ages. It's, so it's much just better than long sleeve as well. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. 
But there's just some shirts if you don't buy them. Like our away shirt this season has only just come back into stock this week. Wow. Sold out in the first couple of days. And it's only now come back into stock. That's so, crazy. I didn't, didn't, didn't realize. I mean, I don't think we've got anything like that. What's that? Was is that the black and teal one? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a picture of Pookie with his arms folded. It looked all neon. It yeah, it looked really nice. Really nice, yeah. I think it's to, uh, to do with the Lotus car they released. It's the, like okay. same sort of. Okay. I didn't realize. Again, didn't realize that. It's you bringing stuff to the table. It's brilliant to know about. Again, I love the I love the kick chat, and we could talk about this all night, couldn't we? Fair yeah. face. So you, you talked about having a, a. You want to buy any kit, even if you hate it. So you flip it the other way. As Neil said, what what is it that could be done to change from a, just a Norwich City fan point and go, you know what, this is how we keep it fresh, this is how we keep it interesting. Because well, be you look fair, at you look last, at stuff and it is difficult sometimes. Yeah, like last season, they um they took away the badge and just put the canary in like a, in, in like a silver on the ball on the God, third strip. I, I thought, I thought, oh, you're on the third strip. I was about to say, I've completely missed this. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. What but, what was what colour was the third strip like? last season? It was the black one with the pink, like sort of. Oh yeah, yeah. I do know that. Now you've said it. it yeah, it yeah. Uh, mate, you've just given me nightmares of Todd Cantwell tearing us to pieces at St Andrews on a horrible pitch. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, just getting jibbered. Yeah, yeah, because you were there last. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. yeah the, the pitch was horrible, wasn't it? Just, yeah. I remember because obviously it was the I follow season. I remember sitting there watching it, thinking, "This is hot, like." Looks like a tractor had been over it. Yeah, it did. It, it really did. It looked like there was actual puddles on the pitch. And I just thought, oh, I thought that would be an equaliser because obviously Norwich played some beautiful stuff. You know, the, the likes of Cantwell, Bandia. I thought, you know, this could be a, an equaliser. And it turns out Cantwell can play on any pitch because he absolutely tore us a new one that yeah, day. Yeah, did. He's so. gliding across the pitch like he was yeah, a freshly mown meadow. Shame yeah. he's not around at the minute. <laughs> Well, th- th- that was something we were going to touch on. Obviously, we are going to touch on the current season. Um, results haven't been great. Um, I-, I think... Say that again, Neil. Oh, dear. ...is a fair shout. Um, obviously, as we're recording this, lost at the weekend to Leeds. Am I right? Yes, yeah, 2-1. Yeah, 2-1. Um, in-, in what was... I didn't realise in- until I looked back was it was a... Sort of bottom of the table class. I didn't realize how bad Leeds were doing. Um, th- th- there's been there's been rumours around. You know, will Farker stick around? Will, will the board get rid? What were your expectations going into the season? Um, and did you think you'd be underperforming? And because at the minute, I, I, if I was an Irish fan I, with the squad you've got, I think you'd be underperforming. I feel really gutted because obviously when we, when we went up in 2019-20, we didn't really buy anyone because they wanted to, they updated all the training ground. So that's where sort of most of the money went. But we started off really well and then obviously tailed off and injuries didn't were not the best thing for us that season. So obviously we get relegated and then we come up again and you think, and they said they're going to spend. So you look at, you compare last, the time we were last in the Premier League and they spent nearly 50 60 million this year i know we've lost emmy and that is like a massive massive huge loss but we didn't think it we we knew it'd be a big loss but because we spent all this money we thought you know you can always upgrade a team but unfortunately it's absolutely flopped on our face and 
we're sure, wor- sure. I think we're worse now than we were two years ago. It, it, yeah, I've got to sort of agree with that. And it's begrudgingly. I don't like to say that to fans of their own club saying, oh, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. But it, it does seem like it's either you've gone backwards a step for this league and the other league. The league itself has taken two steps forwards as well and left you in its dust a little bit. The thing that the I worry about... non-forgiving as well. And obviously, we've seen Fulham, Sheffield United spend 100 million and they struggled. But it was, it's, I think it's the fact that we've lost our way and we lost a massive backbone, as in... We had Skip on loan. We had mm-hmm. Mario, Emmy, Hugel. They were big players in the dressing room and part of a team. And I think we've lost a backbone of our team. I know obviously we couldn't keep Skip, but when you lose, like you send Hugel on loan, like why would you do that? You let Mario go on a free. Like these are players, and that I think we haven't bought any better. Mm. <laughs> so we're better off keeping them. It does what we. Oh, go on, Neil. There's one thing that's, that's really confused me this season, um, and hopefully you can kind of shed a little bit of light. You signed two players on loan in the summer, Brandon Williams and Billy Gilmore, who have come from two top clubs, who've got great careers ahead of them and potentially could really add something to Norwich this season, yet they've hardly played. Um it makes you wonder why those transfers were made in the first place. I know there's been noise that Farker said he wants to develop Norwich players rather than loan players, which again, I think is brilliant, but this is a results business at the end of the day. And if you're struggling, surely you just put the best 11 out you can to get results. As a Norwich fan, how has it been knowing that those players are at your disposal, but not getting the minutes that you'd expect? It's really frustrating. And even Sorensen, like, but last season he played. He filled in at left back for like nearly up till Christmas, and he was having a really good season. Then we obviously got Janulis, and he then took over. But he hasn't even played a Premier League minute. Like we're struggling, so why not allow him to play? And same as Gilmore, I don't think he's playing him in his preferred position. But this reminds me of when we were in 2019-20. Uh, we had Amadou. He was a midfielder, and we were playing him centre back. I know we had injuries, but. It's, it's it's always round pegs and square holes. We can't seem to pick players and play them in their natural position or the position they actually strive in. It's, it, it's something that I get frustrated by, I suppose, listening to you say that, and probably for you as well, is the fact that you, you dominate the championship and you look like you're a team you can progress and probably get some results. At the moment, as you say, you're struggling with the, the continued lack of players in the right positions or the, the formation's not working or Farker doing not what he's not taking the results. At the moment, I'm looking at the table and thinking Derby County, when they went through that season and had that awful spell, I'm I'm hoping that you pick up more points. Now, do you, have you got that in your mind at the moment and thinking in the back of your mind, Derby County? Oh, God, it's every, every day. Well, you don't matter, wherever you go, people are like, no, you just constant they're taking the mick and laughing at you you go on a way day and then people afterwards they're like they see the badge or your shirt and they're like oh my god you're the worst team i've ever seen and you just it's just like constant like yeah. drill to the head and there's nothing we can do about it it's just it's you, you just gotta they've either got to get rid of Fark, get someone in and say you need to get to 11 points and 20 goals because otherwise you'll always be remembered and you'll That's never lose and the, the other thing is, you don't want to... We've still got to play Man United at home and away. Man City at home. Um, Liverpool away. And obviously, the Premier League biggest loss was... Was it 9-0? Yeah, 9-0. I think it's a joint 
Obviously, we went to Chelsea and lost seven, and they didn't even have two strikers on the pitch. Yeah. I, I don't want to be that team that loses the nine, that, you know, breaks that record. Yeah, no, nah, I get that completely. They're three horrible stats that are looming over your head. Yeah. I've just had a look at, you know, the last six or seven fixtures. The one thing as an outsider that's screaming at me is a clear lack of goals. Um, we touched on Todd Cantwell before. Um, did you um, did you see the Brighton at home highlights? I didn't. Is, is that because there weren't? None, if you want to or... see something funny and that sums up our season is Josh Sargent. Oh, I have seen that. I have seen that. Ball gets played through. He beats the, the keeper and the defender have a mess up. He goes round the keeper and he plays what I call a pass that you know the whistle's already gone and you're annoyed and it sort of aims towards the goal uh, rolling and the other defender just comes and collects it's an open goal and he and that's at nil nil and you're like it's, it's, oh, it's, 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 I would call it it's, it's more or less a, a pass back a safe pass back to the keeper yeah. that's not there it just stops well, yeah, it's, I have seen that because I think it's been shared it's a murder if the defender fan. doesn't come I still think it's not even going on target oh, if you no. watch it it's so bad yeah it's it's not it's not great at all is it that it's it Nah. And to be fair, I, I had better expectations of him when he when he was signed yeah. from the Bundesliga, knowing he's a decent player. To he, be fair, he runs, he puts the F in, but he's just he's just not quite Premier League quality, unfortunately. It's, there's, there's been a, a few strikers from Norwich that have, have been that way, I think, over a, a fair few seasons. Well, I think one name that comes back to me, it's a long old name as well, is Ricky Van Walswinkle. He yeah. comes to mind, oh, and yeah, wow. when they signed him, what was it, 17 million quid? Didn't it a, a, a barn door to you guys? It was like 10, but yeah. Was it even so? Yeah, so he didn't hit a barn door. Did he go to Portugal and they start slamming him in or something like that? It was, it's a bizarre situation where you sign players like that. And I'm, I'm sure we've all had players like that, haven't we? So it's it is a difficult one. As, as you say, with the, the fixtures coming up, who are your who are your next couple of fixtures? I think I'm trying so to look at it now. Brentford away. Um, oh, then a tough game. So Hampton at home. Yeah, I've, uh, just, I've, I've, just, I've just brought them up as well. The, same time. the Wolves at home, and then is it Newcastle away? It is. Yeah. Off, off the top of your head, you've done a sterling job there, mate. I've tested yeah. you out. I apologise because I've tried to get them up at the same time. Out of those games, do you, do you see any points coming your way at all? I'd like to say yes, but in my head, I think no. So that's got to be the easiest for the fixtures you'll get. When you go to football, you want you don't. It doesn't matter if you lose the game or draw the game, but you go there to be entertained, and we we don't even see shots on target. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that that's got to be the frustrating point, hasn't it? It's you know, like you say, and I touched on this. You know, being a Cov fan, as we were recording this, we lost to Swansea last night at home, um, and we got beat by the better side, in my opinion. Um, Disappointed because I thought we could have took chance in the second half. But there's games this season. We lost at QPR, and I walked away from that going, "Do you know what? We give it a good go. We just got beat by the better side." And yeah. you don't mind that when you've got, gone down swinging, as it were. But it, yeah. it, it, but from what you're saying, it kind of feels like it's just a feeling of inevitability that you're turning up and thinking. We're going to lose and we're not going to put up much of a fight. It's, yeah, it's a, a how much conversation, which is horrible to be in, I suppose. And I suppose, it's, it's, I don't think as a cold fan, I've ever been in that situation myself, though. I, I, Le- I think League one relegation season. Probably I, even, even then, I don't think I've had that conversation. We lost 7-1 to Colchester. 
the Chelsea yes. result was we were worse then, and because we don't even look like scoring. Well, at least when we lost to Col- uh, to Colchester, that game you you didn't turn up that game and think, oh my, we're gonna get high, and we still scored in that game, but. Was that the game Paul Lambert left Colchester to manage Norwich and that was his yeah. first game and it was a 7-1 loss against the side he left? I remember watching, was that League One? Yeah, that's League One, yeah. Open yeah, day. The, yeah so, so again, you boys have been through the ringers a, a yeah. little bit. There's been some dark days at Norwich, hasn't there? It's slipped from top to, to, to where you were and come back through it, which is, which is nice in sort of having this conversation with Norwich fans because they've been and done what Cobb have done as well. And I suppose in, in some way Norwich are a much better... I'd say family aspect club. I've been to Norwich a few times with, with family there and I've been there to watch Cobb as well. Um, and lovely old ground. I like, I like the old grounds. It's a cracking ground. And it used to have the wooden seats when I went years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the little rattly seats. Are they red? Uh, yeah, they were, yeah. They're uncomfortable as anything. It is an away fan sitting there. It was not nice um, in the away end. Uh, but yeah, love, lovely, lovely ground itself. I used to love it. And the fans are great too, to be fair. When I've been down and I see family, I get to talk, to talk to the Norwich fans and always really well supported, sell the season tickets fast. And again, the, the support for the club is massive. I, I don't understand, again, that, that they'll, they'll probably get a bad rap, Norwich, because obviously they're going through it and it's looking at those points gained and they're not getting a lot. It's I look at those fixtures coming up. If you don't win... Some of those would at least take a point or two. When is enough enough for the manager? When is biggest he going to get chopped? The biggest problem is that um, our sporting director, his contract ends at the end of this season. Okay. So, obviously, say for instance, they get rid of the Baron Moy Fox just signed a four year deal at the start of the season. So, um, obviously, the, the payout was, was going to be quite big for that. But say you get a new manager in who, and you, the inevitable is already on the door, you have that against you. Your sporting director could leave at the end of the season, and then if the new sporting director or who, whatever system they then go, you could then be out of a job because you don't get on. Do you, yeah, all, it seems like Norwich sort of um, uh, loaded the cart before the horse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What they should have done was Fark and Weber sort, but, but they're just on the manager, and then the sporting director sort of the time is coming down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, just, so, from your point of view as a fan, what do you think has to do to be done to change your fortunes? I think if you change a manager, you will get a bit more out of the team. But in my, I think we've just got not, we haven't got enough Premier League class in that team, and unfortunately, mm. you do, you just got to do the best to get to eleven points and not get be embarrassed. I think that's all you got left. It's, it sounds a bit sad. Talk about that and yeah. really what was it 20, 25, 30% through the seasons? It's something like that. And it's, it's, it's sad having that conversation already, isn't it? It's, on, you have to almost remember have, yeah. we've scored um, three goals about 10 games. One was a penalty, one oh, was yeah. a set piece, and one was smoke and play. Yeah, and, it's, it's a sad yeah. time to be an Irish one at the moment. There's one thing I've always said is looking at the squad, you're right, it doesn't scream to me Premier League. You know, Max Aaron's great talent. Um, but your right back's not going to inspire you to, to win games week in, week out. Um, Ben Gibson, Grant Hanley, it, scream, it screams solid championship teams, yeah, it, it really does. And don't get me wrong, this side would romp the championship, but it looks like, like you say, you, lo- you lose Brian Dia and Can't for 
Candlebar gets injured. You've lost two of your most creative players. I want the thing of Brandia. What really annoys me is that so, I think it was down to money that the reason he left because obviously Norwich of don't course. pay high. Everyone knows that. Yeah. I think he's on 80 grand a week at Villa. Obviously, I don't know for definite, but we bought in uh, obviously Brandon Williams, Gilmore, and Kabak. And I, I'm pretty sure they will be on big wages regardless of if we have to pay it all i'm sure there'd be some sort of loan fee but if you paid brendia what he wanted or a bit more than what um villa would pay over the course of a season it's only going to cost you five million say mm. and then you could then say to him at the end of that season you know obviously we, you want to progress or whatever you can now move on but that's worth 168 70 million to norwich to stay up but they don't would, think would, that. would that one player have kept you up though Honestly, he was a bit. There was a stat, I think, on Twitter. If you, um, I think it's NCFC stats or something. And he'd done a thing of with and without Buendia. Okay. Was, is, is that based just in the championship, though? Because, again, it's, it's a completely. Well, no, we had a season in the Prem yeah. as well. I, I didn't so. know if it was just based around the, the last season you had. So if, if it's based well, around yeah, the obviously, obviously, yeah. Some of it, obviously, when Buendia got sent off in the championship, we didn't have him. And then we don't. We don't tend to win a lot either without him. That's the thing. Mm. Mm. But, but again, it just doesn't look like he's been replaced at all. Um, Pukki seems to me that he's one of these strikers as well. That if you made a league in between the Championship and the Premier League, that's his level. A yeah. bit like Mitrovic, Mitrovic. Dwight Gale. Yeah, is the same, yeah. You, you know, there's, there's quite a few of these players. Vidra is another one that, that screams at me that's that sort of level. Um, do, do you have money in January to go out and, and strengthen the squad or do you think it's just too late already? It's just damage limitation now. I just don't think they will go out and spend knowing what is on the wall, or, you know, could be on the wall. It's just too risky. It's not the Norwich. Yeah, it's not philosophy. Is it? So, so I mean, again, I, I'm of the opinion that, and I think I said this in the messages in our in our little WhatsApp group, should we say, from our point, we looked at the result from the Chelsea game and looked at the result again at the weekend. And I think one of the lads put in, Norwich manager's going to go. And I went, uh, I don't think he will. I just don't think he will. And everybody sort of went, I disagree, he's going to have to go. Somebody's going to go in. And they touted Mark Robbins. And I was like, no, nah, he's not going to go. If one, I don't think he will set sacked because I think with far, you get relegated, he'll bring you back up. I just, I just generally think he'll do it. Plus, it's like, who'd you get in? If he was to go, again, I know we've already said this, if he was to go, I'm not saying he is, if he was to go, who would you want to get in as a manager if you've got anything there? Me personally. Yeah. I'd actually have Ian Culverhouse. Okay. That's, that's, that's a very, very left field. Very left field. But you have to remember, he was Paul yeah. Lambert's assistant yeah. and with us in the Premier League. And obviously, Paul Lambert left us with Ian Culverhouse for Villa. And then they parted company with each other. And then Paul Lambert continued managing and failed every opportunity. Yeah. Oh, Culverhouse. I'm just, I'm just putting out there. But <laughs> so it's obviously something about him that, yeah. And he, he's done a grand job at Kings Lynn, and obviously they didn't have the players. They come to a point, if you know what I mean, like. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. It, 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 it seems a very, again, it's a very left fit. I wouldn't expect that, that name to have come out of your the mouth. The thing is, that Norwich won't go and, bar, and pay someone to, 
to steal oh, their manager. Oh no, I, t- I totally understand. No, no, I totally understand that it's never happened it's before, and it's 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 always been uh, it's always been this one. So Daniel Farr, for me, a complete should we say unknown left field choice because people didn't know who he was, and as soon as he came, who the hell is this guy? He's come yeah. in, he's been he's been immensely successful with you in doing what he's done. Handsome yes. as well. Yeah, handsome chap's got great hair. And it's you know, it's, it's one of those where he's, he's come in, he's done a grand job, and it's, it's a bit of a yo-yo club, and it's that one where you, you look at the yo-yo club situation. But would Norwich really get rid of him knowing that he's probably going to get promoted again next year? And it's it's probably not going to happen, is it? I would have thought, unless he's as we say, you start getting to that Derby County situation. I think, oh shit, we've got to try rip this up and try get something that's just going to set the record straight for us. Yeah, I still think that they will happen like 2019-20, where the loans will get cancelled, as in Gilmore will go back, etc. I just, players, there's only so much of you keep losing week in, week out, not, and you're not getting played or vice versa, that you can handle before you just say, I can't do it no more, do you know what I mean? No, I, 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 I totally understand. It's, it, I know we're touching on Gilmore again, but he, he looks an exceptional talent, talent, uh, talent during the Euros. Did really well, and again, I, I know Neil's going to laugh a little bit. I know Cov were touted to be linked. No, with no, him. no. Whether, whether it was true or not, but there was there was some links there. And until it was mentioned that he had a decent game, Norwich came sniffing it, taken off the table straight away. And that's the sort of player, I suppose, for us at the moment. We're looking at and thinking that would be a great bit of talent for us. Yeah, yeah if, if you want to send him back to, we can ring him in. That you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, take, we'll, we'll take that all day long. But completely perplexing. So I think he, he gets in other Premiership teams down at that level. It, it, you take him out of there and stick him in a, a t- again. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick at Newcastle because they're just around the bottom three. You stick him in a Newcastle team. I think he walks in there. He makes him a better team. It's Wolves, Leeds, I think he walks into. I think he walks into most sides in the division. That's why I found it perplexing that the likes of him and Brandon Williams aren't getting the game time for Norwich. Because again, like you say, you're down there and your back's against the wall. You just think, you know what? Fuck the pride. You know, of, of wanting to develop your own, it's a results business. Is it the fact that Farkinos is comfortable in his job because he's just signed the four-year deal, and if he does go, then they're gonna have to dig deep to, to kind of get rid, or or what? I don't know. It's it, it's a tough one, and I, I feel for you, Bill. You know, it's 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 not nice um, being there and having that sort of inevitability. Again, I, I know we've, we've talked about it. I want to try and move on from it in a minute. But you, 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 again, I know you've mentioned the squad. You look through the squad. There's not a lot of talent there. But you've got a couple of players there that do. Is that those two lads do stick out like a sore thumb and going, they must have a bit of talent. So stick him in. What's the worst that can happen? They probably might get you some results. And they, they might turn around the season around. I wouldn't say turn the season around. But it, it might be a little bit better because you're taking those players out of the firing line that are actually losing week in, week out. These lads haven't got a game. You get them in there and actually you might you might pick up a draw, you might pick a sneaky win up through something and all of a sudden they go, actually, let's continue to play. And it just, it just stinks of mismanagement of people, doesn't it, really? Let's face facts. Definitely. It's just yeah. that we just need some Premier League, Premier League experienced player. They didn't even have to go out because Josh King was on a free. You could have got yeah, Gary yeah. Cahill. But it's, it's yeah. always down to that, the wages per week. Per strings. Won't pay it. And then... They, they go on the cheap option and then, but yeah, sometimes it works. They got Pookie on a free. They, they picked up Emmy for like three million or whatever it was. Like, yeah, but the, but people also forget that Weber has bought some absolute dross of some players like James Husband, Marco Franca, like Harley Watkins. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. we've been we've been that from our players as well. Who's again? I don't know if you'll know this. Who's a top earner at Norwich? Supposedly, I thought it was Gilmore. So he he's going to be the top earner at Norwich. Obviously, I don't his... know if um, we pay the foot. We pay all that because obviously I don't know that information. Mm. So so out of the the players that are Norwich players, who do you reckon the top earner is there? You've, you've got to think it... between Cruel and Pukki. I would have thought. Mm. You think so? There's experienced players. Obviously, I know Cantwell. Cantwell's on quite low because he won't sign that new. Because de- a lot of players, when we got promoted, they all got new deals. Okay. Where Todd didn't want that, he didn't take that option, so he's on an old contract. Ooh. So when's when's his contract run out? Well, it, it's this set this summer, but there is a one year option. That can be excelled by the club. And what in the club's favour? Oh, that might be a saving grace for he you. He can. He but, can talk to. I think he can talk to clubs in January. I thought. Oh, that's going to be a nasty one for you guys. And if if that is the case, his contract runs out in the summer. You can speak to people and walk away in the summer for free. Well, I don't think is, I don't think he'll walk away for free because I think they'll do the, be some sort of compensation. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's, uh, it's not going to be as much much as no. you'd hope it would be. He's, he's going to walk away for five or six million. This guy, and he's he's, he's worth far more, far much more than that, isn't he? Again, yeah. it, it, he seems to have the talent to to probably kick on, play for a better team. No disrespect to Norwich again, the better team in the Premiership, and probably kick on and probably get an England cap at some point. Is that yeah, that, is, European that football? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I. But there's obviously something not fully spot on with him because the whole he doesn't always get picked for the England under twenty ones. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Like yeah. He's in and out, and obviously now we've got like he hasn't played now for six weeks, I think it is. But I know, yeah, there was some personal issues, but that's since been gone. And Farker said he's missed a lot of training and he's not put in the effort. But you just don't know if it's a because he's with the 23s for the last two three weeks. That's his agent. It, 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 for me, experience in football, that's his agent in his ear saying, look, you don't be they won't give you a new deal. We can get you gone. I get a nice big pay. You get a nice big pay. Because if a club doesn't have to pay £20 million for you, they can afford to give you hundred grand a week. Um, and, and I hate that. I hate that. I, I thought Cantwell was, you know, a bit more switched on and would probably, you know, for his love of Norwich, want to kind of get a bit of money in for the club. But um, who knows? Let's talk about more happier times, uh, shall we? I, I, I feel like we probably drove you to drink at this point, Bill. Uh, and I don't want to do that, mate. Um, what are your happier memories of supporting the Canaries? Well, well, see. Uh, ten year dominance of Ipswich. It's <laughs> gone on now, and also beating them in the playoff semi final. That has got to be one of my most favourable. And then obviously what followed. Obviously we played Middlesbrough in the playoff final, won that, and obviously got promoted to the Prem. Did, did you did you attend those games? Yeah, that you was did. something unreal. And obviously we all went on the pitch, and obviously. Um, I don't know if you saw the pictures back then or not. Yeah, I remember watching. The, I remember watching a the fans got a bit salty about it, so they were screenshotting all our Twitter and Facebook accounts, trying to get us banned from attending Wembley. Oh, 
Because we'd encroached the pitch. Oh, oh, How bad start. How bad is that? Brilliant, isn't it's it? It's just a soreness for the foreigners, isn't it? And it's, it turns into a complete shit housery, really. Imagine, the the horses were on the pitch. It was, it was that was a, such a surreal. Obviously, the whistle went, everyone stormed on. Then the horses came on because obviously we people were the fans were getting towards the away end. And all these horses are coming on Cow Road, like churning up the grass. <laughs> Good job it was the last game of the season, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you didn't stick a, stick a bit in your pocket, mate. They've got it framed somewhere and it growing in your back garden. It's the sort of thing I'd expect. Um, I, I, I do remember watching that. Obviously, we've touched on the rivalry with, with Ipswich. Everyone talks about the Manchester derby, the North London derby, Old Firm, etc. How, how intense is that rivalry for, you know, Obviously, we're out of the way. We, we, we don't see that week in, week out. How intense is that as a Norwich fan? It's, it's very intense because there's always the history card is always pulled on vice versa. And obviously, because they won the UEFA Cup mm-hmm. and the FA Cup. So they are they do like to brag a bit about that. And they were good back in the day. Like You, 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 don't you can't have to deny that. Yeah, that, that, that's fact, isn't that. it? It's history, yeah. You can't always hold on to that honour. Exactly, exactly what I was going to say. It was a long, long time ago they had a bit of success, though, and they can't keep bleating on about the same bit of success, can they? It's, it, I suppose but it's... You like, that success as a barter and banter and tool where we tried to keep it to more present times, if you know what I mean. If you do get relegated this year, are you kind of partly hoping they get promoted so you get the Derby Days next year? Oh, I'd love them to come to the Prem and have a derby in the Prem, but obviously, mm. that's not going to happen, is it? That's not going to happen soon. But, and, but uh, if we get relegated, I just got to hope that you just that certain teams stay in the championship because some grounds are really good and some away days are better than others. If you can, to, to, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about your favourite favourite. Talk to us a bit about your favourite grounds, Billy. You've obviously been to a fair few grounds, mate. So what's 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 your favourite ground to go to? At the minute, it's Spurs' ground. Well, oh, the new the, one. The new one, yeah. Uh, yeah in December. So, is, is it a bit soulless, though? Because it's it's a new ground. I always find new grounds a little bit soulless. Uh, it, it doesn't blow you away with, as in, with fear, but it's just so spectacular to not look at. It's really well, it's loads of space. Uh, the food is good. Like when you're an away fan, you go to some places like Palace away, and there's there's no roof on part of the the concourse area, yeah. and like the toilets are all like you, you sort of do compare, and it's like luxury. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, of course. You know, we probably all of us can stay here and say Luton away is one of those grounds that you just think, yeah. oh, what what am I doing this for? Um, especially when you lose five in a way. Yeah, especially when you lose five in a way tonight. Some of them brands, atrocious. <laughs> so, just, just to touch on that, we've touched on the good grounds. Uh, apart from Portman Road, what, what, what's, what's the worst ground you've been to? The worst ground? I still think Palace. The view, the view is poor. Getting in and out of Palace, obviously, if you're not on the club coach, oh, is not a deal. Shit, yeah. So, to be fair, going to Millwall this year, we were on the club coach and we got misdirected on the way out and ended up going through central London to get out. So, look, we hadn't even hit the, we hadn't even got to the M25 by eight o'clock on a Saturday. And you just think, 
the fuck? Like, it's bad enough that we've just gone to Millwall and watched a pretty drab one-all draw. But did then, you get, did you get both tiers, or were you just in the upper? Just in the upper tier, yeah, just in the upper tier. Um, that's a lovely place to go as well, isn't it, Millwall? It's um, if you win, it's great. If you lose, <laughs> it's very daunting. It, do you know what I, I'm going to say? This, and I, do you know what I'll happily say this on every podcast I do, even with a Millwall fan? That fucking droning me noise they make just wound me up. Like, and I, I, that probably why they do it. But I just thought I couldn't sit here week in week out with that going on. Just wound me up, like, like beyond belief. Um, we've also touched on the fact, you know, we're back home uh, at the CBS. Have you made that journey up to cover a few times? I haven't been to the Ricos yet. That is one on my uh, list. Wow. I, I expected that to be ticked off, to be fair. It's no. I'm, I'm sure we would have crossed over at some point. But I suppose in the last fair few years, we've we've gone through COVID, haven't we? So that's that's going to be a missed season there. Well, and then we've been at Birmingham. And then I just want to think, did we have a season back then? We were at Northampton. It was, I remember, so I remember playing it. Norwich at home. We won 3-0. Um and we're going to touch on this in a minute, but I think it was Darren Huckabee's first game back at Cov as a Norwich player. And I love Hawks. Like, I can tell you, um, I think he's about to block me on Twitter because I, I, I tag him that much. I, You know, he, he was my hero growing up. Um, he loves really. No, he does. He does. Um, to be fair, I've spoken to him a couple of times. You know, he, he's supposed to be signing the shirt for me, so... He's um, one of the decent guys that actually replies to stuff on Twitter as yeah, well. And actually, reply and like stuff and be be actually human. He's, um, he does. He's like the presenter in the Gun Club. So obviously, oh, though, I don't know if you're aware of what the Gun Club is. It's like a pre-match sort of, or you can go after as well. But you go in, you can have a meal, drink. They got Life Sky or BT on. It's just somewhere different to the pub, and it's less QE and facilities yeah, nice. are better. But you have to pay a membership per month. But he is the host of that. So when the team comes out, he goes on the stage and tells the team. But he's he gives his opinion. Like I know he's employed by the club, but he's still he's like he, he's like he questions the manager like in front of the fat and like Love that. like yeah, he's not just off the script going, Oh yeah, this is the team. Oh good luck today, boy. Like he says he's like, What is this team? Like he yeah, he shows his dis- disagreement with it. Uh, to be fair, he, he does that on Twitter as well, and he, he's quite open and honest. Uh, and that's what I like about him, uh, as well as the fact that eight-year-old me wanted to be him um but the, the game i remember we won three nil and ad's kind of raised some eyebrows when i mentioned the goal scorers kevin coyle chris virtual and leon best yeah. and we'd signed leon mckenzie about a week before that game and there was nice. an agreement and there was a there was a clause in the contract saying that leon mckenzie couldn't play against norwich Oh. Um, yeah, and so, so he didn't play that day. He, I remember him being at the ground and he was presented to the fans and it was great that he got presented to the fans against Norwich. Um, but yeah, th- th- that's the only time I've seen Norwich play. And, but that's coming back. You had uh, B. Ginger Doherty at centre-half. Yeah, um, yeah, Hawks was playing. I'm pretty sure we got promoted and you... You were one of our last home games and you smashed us like three or four nil, wasn't it? Because oh, I can remember your possibly. fans singing Premier League or having a laugh. Yeah. Of it. It, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Carrow Road, all of those grounds that we, we sometimes get a result there, which surprises me because it's 
from, from where we are, it's a long old journey. It's quite an awkward journey as well because there's not many motorways from where we are kind of over there. Horrific. Yeah, you know, it's one of those ones, as a fan, you think, it might be a long day this. It's just, I, I, again, I come back to it. It's a nice tight ground as well, though. So you get quite close to everything and you can actually shout at people. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> give give the players abuse, give the officials abuse, give the, give the fans abuse as well. And it's, it's always nice for that, though. That's the difference. And you get these bigger rounds that aren't like that. But yeah, it, it is it is nice. You, you touched on those notable players out there, aren't we? So we, we, I suppose, can we can we do some Cov connections? Because I'm sure there's, there's plenty of, of Norwich. Did you buy Sammy Klingon off us? Oh, oh yeah, we fucking did. And David so, Bell. So away, Sammy. David, oh, David Bell. Oh, we gave him the longest contract in the world. I think we gave him a five-year deal or something like that, and he was always injured. He was horrific. Absolutely I remember horrific. He, he scored that world against was it Doncaster. Chips on the Oh yeah, and, and he still he still lives off that to this day. There's, um, there's loads. Tony Andrew. Tony Andrew. Oh. But, but, but let's be honest, Norwich should love us because we give him McCallum. Um, who fair enough hasn't really played much for yourself. That's, but... See, that's a real strange one. Like, there's not many. That's strange for Norwich to pay. Was it three million? Three yeah, or four million? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was three. That's strange for Norwich to pay that sort of money for a player who's made. I think he made one appearance in the cup against Luton, and then he's been mm. loaned out every time since then. Like, it's a lot of money for Norwich. Three or four million is a lot of money for Norwich. We, we, I think we as Cov fans thought it was a bit strange that you clearly we've got that little bit of a connection with the whole Madison deal, um, and doing stuff like that. And that didn't shock us so much because I think he, he, it was a decent platform to disappear to a club like you guys and put himself there. Um, did you, did you like him or like, as fans when he was at Cov? So he was, he was a young, I'll give my opinion, he was a young lad. When, when he was with us, he, he was scrawny, he weren't very strong, he was okay on the ball, he had bundles of talent, but he, he didn't do a lot with it. I think yeah. that's the thing that I would say. He, he probably could have gone on to bigger and better things that I thought of. I didn't think he would do what he's done now, if I'm going to be honest. I, yeah. I just didn't, I didn't see, I thought he'd probably, Norwich with his level, and he accelerated his, his, I don't know, his progression there, his development quite quickly, probably because he went north of the border to Aberdeen, got kicked a little bit, really made him a man. We, as Norwich fans, we didn't want him to go to Aberdeen. And we wanted I, him to play. I think that made him. Personally. Yeah, I think it's it a good spell for him. The, the, the one thing I, I'll say to kind of touch on what Ed said there, you always could see he had bags of ability, but he never really applied himself. What pissed me off as a Cov fan, yeah, was, there's two things. One, you signed him on deadline day, and it was one of those deal sheets after the window. When the club had tweeted out, um, no more business to be done. Oh, wait, something's coming up. And it was a Chinese takeaway. So all car fans have thought, oh, fucking hell, I'm taking a piss. And then, oh, yeah, half 11 has gone to Norwich. And you thought, okay, like Ed says, is, we were league one at the time, you guys were championship, upper echelons of the championship. So, yeah, it's it's the next logical move. Oh, when we're getting it back on loan, wicked. Except he came back a little bit big time and was like, and switched the fuck off. He did nothing. He was pony for the rest of that season. That, that annoyed me a bit. I thought he'd come back and kind of give it some. It was the same um, time we had Joe Cole as well. So yeah, we had Joe, Joe Cole. Cole and, we also had Jacob Murphy on loan from Norwich. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Like um, that, That's half the reason I don't like Jacob Murphy. Because I feel the only reason Norwich looked at Maddows is because the loan liaison officer was obviously looking at Jacob Murphy and ringing the gaffer at the time going... 
they've got this kid called Mathers is all right. Um, you might want to have a look at him. But then he <laughs> was still this horny kid, went up to Aberdeen, came back. And I think we, we either played you in the cup or a pre-season friendly at the start. It was the season we got relegated from League One. And he played against us and he looked like an absolute ball at that day. And I thought, okay, he's kind of picked up his game a bit. And that's it, it, that last season for you guys, I thought he was unreal. Uh, I think he maybe even got player of the year for you that year. Yeah, um, you know, unreal. And obviously sold him on to Leicester and, and, and got quite a good, quite a good thing. Whenever we get a player of the season, they end up leaving. <laughs> what One player that I, I, I'll have to bring it back to, that we signed off Norwich and it it killed it killed me. I think he probably had potential when he came. Um Neil won't know where I'm going in a minute with this one. And he lasted the season. He bad-mouthed us and disappeared to Newcastle. And that, that man was Craig Bellamy. How is he revered down in Norwich? Um, fans like, like him, but because of every time he came back, he was a bit of a... He's a twat, yeah. He sort of just sort of... He forgets that he was here. If that, and I think that's what annoys Norwich fans a little bit. So yeah, I think I think no, I think we I think we stuck we stuck five and a half six million on that kid maybe six and a half million I think he replaced Keno he replaced Robbie Keane Robbie Keane we had for the season he was he was absolutely godlike when he was there at Hollywood Road and he came in and literally he, I think there's the stories come out about him saying you know the fashion you advised him he didn't have a proper advisor and Strachan pressured him blah 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 and he signed on a dotted line for us even though he didn't want to because I think Newcastle were interested. But even so, he, he was just absolute dog shit for us. He, he just was. didn't do anything. He, he, he just he just thought he was a big time Charlie. I remember him sitting. I think he wore those those silver and blue R nine boots, and he thought he, he we could run through everybody. And he got kicked, and he looked like shit. And he was a little scrawny lad. And I was amazed to see him Newcastle take a punt and go up there and deliver the goods up there for Newcastle. I just thought, what the hell's happened there? But there's there's been a few atrocious signs. I think we've had. I think Cody McDonald's another one that comes off the top of my head. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to look through. There's, there's a, there's a few that I can probably you know, pull out. Th- there's two that, that go into the re- annoyed me though, because obviously you obviously signed him when we get relegated to League One. Mm-hmm. Obviously we went on to then get promoted, and then obviously we played you again, and obviously we then got promoted to Premier League. And I can remember the fans singing Sammy Klingon, it could have been you, but obviously he decided <laughs> not. Norwich are going down. I'm going elsewhere. Stand championship. And obviously we went down, got a medal, come up. And then got promoted again. And if it had stayed, Brilliant. it would have been in the Prem. But yeah, Brilliant. Sword, I love that. Sammy. There's, there's been, I think there's a few but of the ones. You know what? There's, there's, there's one that I wanted to touch on. Yusef Safari. Oh, oh. Safas. I loved him. Loved Same him. here. Same here. And I remember, him, I remember him leaving us. And I think it was his first season playing for you. You, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong here. He scored an absolute screamer. I think it was against Derby on Sky. Oh, uh, about... halfway line. Oh, yeah. And I just remember going, in. Oh, I miss him. I miss him. And he, he gets forgotten about by a lot of COD fans, obviously, because we had Chippo and Hadji, the, the, the two Moroccans before him. And obviously, he came in towards the, the, the back end of that. Uh, and he gets forgotten about uh, by a lot of COD fans. But I loved him. And Elliot Ward's another one. Um, yeah, I liked Elliot Ward. Well, I, I loved Elliot Ward as a centre half. Pop um, missing that pen where he blew down the bar for us. Southampton, don't even, don't even go there. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure that there's, there's many more. Tell um, you, there's an old, an old classic one, which is going to be, 
I'm trying to think what, what year it, it probably when I first started going. So 91, 92, because I'm a bit older than, than than I look, clearly. Robert Rosario. Robert Rosario. Oh, Robert one. Rosario. He came to us. He's about 600 grams worth of player, I think, in 91. And he was a he was an absolute baller. And he, he yeah, he taught he taught people to places. Yeah, he was a great player though. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to wrap my mind. There's, there's one player that we had on loan and he was absolutely dog shit, but he didn't play. What was his name? It was J- Jamal Lawza. He uh, probably remember. He was, he was, he was literally an yeah. under 23 player. He yeah. come to us and I don't even know if he got a game, but that was, you look to that and just think, look at it. It's like, what the hell? There must, there must have been loads of players that have like played to the two clubs because Dion Dublin, obviously, clearly, he's a big one. play for both. They're both, they're both, they're both clubs he's played for, and obviously he's big time for both of us, really, when you look at it. So, yeah, probably love Bob both as well. Although, yeah. there's probably a few, few cold fans that will come with Judas for you. Know, I'll forget <laughs> for that. But, but, but again, there's, there's many more. We touched on Jacob Murphy uh, on, on loan before. Um, Leon McKenzie, we touched on as well, um, who, who really? we signed from Norwich. So obviously Mark Robbins played for us. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Mark Robbins is the other connection. Um, obviously we've touched on Hawks. There's many, but there's one connection between Coventry and Norwich, which I don't think many people will know, and it's Norwich's biggest ever win it was a 10-2 win against Coventry City in 1930. Wow, I mean that even predates me. So you're off <laughs> just about. <laughs> Just about. So, yeah, you've got that one over on us, mate. Um, Again, I'm sure there's there's many more and people listening to this, feel free to tweet us and kind of let us know of any gems that we've missed because I'm sure there is a couple. Um, Now, we've touched on the connections. Behind you, you've got some shirts that guys can't see. Grant Holt, Bradley Johnson, uh, Johnny Housen. If you could pick three players in their pump to walk into the Norwich side now, who are they? Emmy Brendier. Straight away off the bat, wow. Uh, I'd probably take Earnshaw. Oh, Robbie Earnshaw. What a striker Robbie Earnshaw was. Yeah. And I'm probably going to take Redmond. Redmond. I didn't see that coming. Mm. See, I was expecting Houlihan, uh, Darren Eady, Sutton. I, I thought you'd kind of go um, proper left field, but no. Some good players there. Well. I was going to go three, so I was like... I'm surprised they, they're, they're your top three, though, straight off the bat without thinking about it. I mean, if somebody asked me that, I'll probably, I'll probably procrastinating for probably an hour over that, and you've come out of it... Well, as quick, as, quick as in... I have to go quick, otherwise you'll be, I could be all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best thing about it, though, isn't it? Trying to trying to think what the best three players are. I'm, I'm surprised because I, I mean, maybe they influenced Norwich far more than I expect. Again, two of them were Brendan and Earnshaw. I can get Redmond. I didn't. I didn't expect. Did he influence Norwich that, that much? And I remember he scored at, um, at Wembley, and obviously one of my one of my dreams was to see Norwich win at Wembley. Yeah, so you, you've got to take that. I think he, is he still the only striker that's got the um, hat trick in all four professional divisions in England? I'm, I'm, I may be wrong there, but I remember he was a quiz answer yeah. at some point. Who's that? Um, uh, possibly, but but I may have got that wrong. Um, but uh, I know, you know, as a fan watching Norwich over the years, as an outsider, 
always loved watching Norwich and, so, and some of the players like Wes Houlihan was always a joy to watch. Matty Jarvis, I remember, was unfortunate when he joined you guys because I think he got injured early doors, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and, and kind of, and that really derailed him. Because um, I remember at the time thinking that's a great signing uh, for Norwich. Um, but but we, you, he, he became like quite, in, he just never really got over an injury and he was on high wages for mm. a long time. Yeah, so, so I, I, can, I can imagine that's when fans start start turning uh, a, a little bit. Um, we, we've touched on some golden ones, and, and we like to be a little bit different here at, uh, in Club Ninety Two on Actors on Areas, and 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 this was uh, AIDS's baby, so I'll, I'll let him drop this bombshell on you. It's it's not really a bombshell. It's we've we've gone through some really good players, and I think we've asked everybody this, and they've always I think everybody's laughed at it because they're not expecting it. Is if you could name a five side team of your worst players what would they who would they be should we say so the keeper the keeper I'd go might go for lot for lot for lot to cross to say yeah, <laughs> I can't pronounce it very well he's the Australian we lost to Colchester 7-1 he was a keeper that oh, day keeper? how many games did he play for for Norwich in the end was it one of his only games he played one, I think one game one. I think so. Oh, is, sorry, is that the Greek sounding name? The- Theoclotus or something like that? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm going to be, a, you're going to be really surprised at these choices, because, but I'm only picking them on their Norwich's performances. Yeah, yeah, that's ex- exactly right. what I'd expect. Yeah. So I'm going to go Naismith. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, what, so, so what, why? Why are, we, why are you picking him? Because he was, he came with like full of promise, and he absolutely flopped, and then threw his toys out the pram and just refused to play. And he just was. He refused to play. He just didn't want to play, and he just he kept forcing loans and just sat on the money. He got boat. He went on loan to Hearts, I think. We got promoted, and he got a million quid for not even featuring at that season. Oh no, that's, that's horrific! I'm, I'm horrific contract. I'm glad that went that well. And obviously Norwich don't have loads of money. People like go on, but a million quid could have bought us another black like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Delio had to sell a lot of cockpits for that. Well no, our record transfer is only like ten million. Or you where other clubs are ten yeah. million. So you do you know what I mean? It's ten Yeah, no, I understand, yeah. Um Andre Duda. <laughs> would be my other one. And then Bamford, Patrick Bamford. Ooh, okay. I forgot he played for you guys. Um, was he that bad? Mate, Obviously, he, he, you've seen what he's gone on and done, you know, got in the England call up except for the season. Yeah, but the, like I said, this is only on Norwich because the last yeah. one you're going to be really shocked with. Go on. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. But no, no I, I get that because. Harry Kane I mean, was poor at Leicester as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, no. he's, a bit, he's a bit chunky, weren't he, bless him, when in his younger years, and he couldn't, he weren't as mobile when he did nothing, basically. Oh, he, I mean, honestly, if, if you'd have seen him at the time and not known what you know now, and someone would have said to you, he's going to be one of England's all-time goal scorers, that you'd have laughed, you'd have said, I'll eat my hat. So, I don't think he played many. He really played three or four games for a match, probably, didn't he? Didn't score, did nothing. What was it? Was it a one-month loan or something like that? And it's... Yeah, yeah. Was it? Was that after his Millwall spell? Because it's Millwall that really it kicked him back in, didn't it? He did. He did a yeah, bit of Millwall. 
he let he come to us and then went to Leicester. But I think he, yeah, I think he got an injury in between the two, I believe. He, yeah, it is it is ridiculous. I've I've just got it up to be fair. I've just googled him and I'm, I'm looking at his 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 stats to go through it. But yeah, so he's obviously from Tottenham. He's been at Tottenham since 2009. He went to he went to Orient and did a little spell there. 2011, he did 18 appearances, five goals. Millwall 22 and seven. Norwich three and zero. Yeah, as you say, so it would have been dog awful. Uh, Leicester City 13 and two. So before breaking through at Tottenham, he. he didn't really do anything, did he? Let's face facts. So he's... no, it, it it was weird how how he did it. Um, just a, a couple more strikers that potentially could have got in there. Obviously, I, I I don't know, but there was two quite high profile high profile strikers that you made. We touched on Ricky Van Wolfsmincon earlier, uh, who I think possibly could have been him with a shout. Um, Gary Hooper. Going back to Ricky, I think he was at the. The wrong Norwich team at the wrong time, okay. as in the style of football we played didn't suit him or mm. what his strong points were, and the Hooton football was not the best anyway. But yeah, Gary Hooper loved Gary Hooper. You know, I, I, I find him. I, did, you sign, did you sign him off Celtic? So is it back? Yeah, from, he, 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 he did really well there, didn't he? He did really well up there, and before he come down as well. And then. Kyle Lafferty, I remember you signing him from like Palermo, I think it was. Oh, bad boy of football. Yeah, like, I, I, I thought it was the most non-Norwich signing ever, because again, because he's a bit of a, a playboy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I worked with him, he, he kind of fit in. How did he go down well with the fans? To be fair, when he played, people, he's not really one, if you went to Norwich, 10 Norwich fans and said, would you fit a Kyle Lafferty? I don't think they'd all say, we hate him. They, they, he just, I think it would just be on the fence. Like mm. he, he didn't wow and he didn't anger people. He was just uh, playing Jane didn't, and stuff. He didn't, he didn't do a lot for you, though. 31 games, two goals. I've just had a quick look. Yeah, he, my, he my Googling uh, skills are fast on that one, but he didn't, he didn't do a lot for you, did he? Uh, I'm pretty sure in between that, we got promoted, didn't we? I'd, I'd have to look back at the year, to be honest, mate. I, I think haven't. he got loaned out. Because I don't oh. think he played in the... Oh, fuck. T- t- yeah, 2014, 2017, so he'd be bang on. He went to Turkey... Uh, and he yeah. went to Birmingham City as well, apparently, whilst he was with Yeah, I think that was when we, uh, when we, that was between the promotion. I'm pretty sure. Oh, is yeah. that, is that, is that, that's, wow. So, yeah, that's, it, it's strange talking about, oh, yeah, Harry Kane, Patrick Bamford, those two. Up front now, imagine turning your team. So, that, that'd turn your Norwich City team around, wouldn't it, this season? If you have those two up front, there you go. Struggling to score goals. How would you take Patrick Bamford and uh, Harry Kane now? Current form, well, maybe not Kane current form. No, but, yeah. not even Well, even current form, Bamford and Kane are a bit yeah. gone. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 Norwich days. Because <laughs> to be fair, uh, with to Bamford, though, I'm pretty sure it, only his first season at Millersburg, he really wowed. And then, it's only now that he's now wowed again. Like mm. he hasn't always been. MK with... Dons was he? Did he start MK Dons? And he was all like, it, uh, MK Dons uh, Chelsea, I think he was at Forest. He was at Forest, and Chelsea signed him from Forest. Oh, yeah. um, and then he, he got loaned out left, right, and centre from that. I just remembered one last cop connection before before we wrap up. The Canadian destroyer, Simeon, Simeon Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> oh. in, he lives in Norwich now. Really. Oh, that's the city. The city's quite nice, though. Like last season for for a, for a spell. 
he's never he's never still kicking about playing, is he? He was awful. He's, 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 he's got his own academy now in Norwich. Goodness me! How old is Neil? You're gonna you're googling him because I can speak. I can probably see you googling him. How old is he now? How old is Simeon Jackson now? Simeon Jackson. He's now. You know what, mate? Thirty-eight. No, he's younger than that. How old is my age? He's thirty-four. Wow. He's younger than me. He's a year older than me. He's thirty-four. I thought he was about (laughs) forty. That, it's, been, it's been around as long as God's dog that got yeah that's what I thought um, so yeah that, that's one absolute perla I, 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 think, I think to finish off with yeah um, I don't think so I can't remember um, we had him I remember him coming in and just thinking oh he, he, he's a he's a bit of a player you know because obviously he played for you boys uh, I think Gillingham he, he'd done really well at um, just looking at his stats here, he played 28 games for us and scored three goals. Yeah, he scored. Um, yeah. And it, it does say he was at Chalmersford and Kingsland Town last season. Yeah. That is amazing. That is amazing. I think... on um, as well. Yeah, it, it, it does look here saying he went... Um, he did a, a little bit of spam uh, north of the border... Uh, with St Mirren and Kilmarnock, but he was at I'm Frank. Oh, I can't even say that. I'm Frank Braunschweig. Uh, apologies, um, any German speakers that are listening. I doubt it. Um, <laughs> they will be offended by that. I think on that bombshell is the perfect place to, uh, to, to to wrap up. Really, really appreciate you giving us um, your time this evening. If people want to go and have a look at your collection, where can they find you, mate? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and that's all Norwich shirts. It's just Norwich shirts on them platforms. Well worth a follow as well. Well worth a follow, uh, especially if you like football shirts of any description, especially yellow and green ones. Uh, (laughs) I think it's the best one. Um, Again, thanks for giving up your evening, mate. Really appreciate it. Thanks for for giving up yours as well. And um, we'll, we'll catch you guys again soon.